You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, hello, hello. Or should I say, hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Welcome to Up Next, Brayden Harrington, Davey Portman, PostWrestling.com. Usually, we are your NXT friends. Friends! That's who we are. We talk about NXT every Thursday for Post Wrestling, wherever you get your podcast. But we are nerdy, nerdy guys here in the BDE, the Brayden David Experience. Um, what's going on, David? We watched some Star Wars. That's what we're here to talk about. Today. Yeah, the force I, is strong with us. It's just trying. To, what are Star Wars fans called? Like you know, Star, you have like oh, Trekkies, Trekkies for Star right. Trek for Doctor Who. You have Whovians. Um What are Star Wars? I don't know. War, War Raiders, Wookies, uh, uh, Troglodytes. Yeah, I don't I'm know. sure. I'm sure there's a word for it. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah, Trekkies is is definitely the Star Trek thing. I'm not a Star Trek guy. Can't really can't really say I, I like. I like I've Star enjoyed Wars some of the movies. I've never watched the show yeah. or got into that. But yeah, well, uh, we're here to talk about Star Wars. So let's talk about that. So yeah. and usually we're talking about wrestling, but we're here to talk about some Star Wars because our midichlorians are off the scale. Mm. So we've been doing some movie reviews. First, we did Episode One, The Phantom Menace. Some would say that is the worst Star Wars movie ever. You can find our review somewhere down the line in our podcast feeds or wherever you get them. Then, just a few weeks ago, we did a second one. Mm. We did episode two, Attack of the Clones. Which kind of won you over a bit. I wouldn't... Uh, yeah, I always, in my, in my mind, said that Attack of the Clones is the worst Star Wars movie. And then we watched it, and I was like, okay... I'm not sure. I think it's always good. The, the worst thing is, you know, when someone hypes up a film or a TV show and they're like, this is the best thing ever. You hear yeah. it from everyone, but you missed it. Like, you didn't see it on opening day to have that opinion. Right. And then you watch it maybe six months later and you're like, eh, sure. it was okay. Right. 
Um, I feel it's good to go in with very, very low expectations. For Star Wars Because I found, yeah, re-watching Attack of the Clones, everyone's like, <laughs> it's so shit, it's so shit. Yeah, it's not good, but yeah, yeah. it was fine. Um, I will say, um, I, I was worried because I didn't really enjoy episode one as mm. much watching it back now as an adult. Episode two, like, yeah, it was better than I expected, but still wasn't very good. Mm. And then I was like, oh, now I gotta watch this friggin' movie now. And then first five, ten minutes of this, this one we're reviewing today. And I was like, oh, I don't like it. And then all of a sudden uh, it kicked in and I was like, hey, this one's actually pretty good. I, I yeah, like I actually one. quite enjoy this one. Um, for the prequels. We're here for the prequel memes. So, how old would you have been when you went to see this? This was 2003? 2005. 2005, is it? Okay. Yeah, so, uh, pff, I don't know. How so, I'd have been it? like 15, I think. Around. Yeah, I was around just a few years younger. That Maybe 13 or something like that. 14. Um, yeah, I remember going to the theaters. You this saw this well. in theaters? Yeah, yeah, I remember. You had to. I saw all of them in theaters. I, I saw this with my dad. Um, who probably very reluctantly went with me. Um, and then I saw it with a guy in my year called Jack Toland, who I, I have no idea what's doing now. Nice. But he Shout was out a, Jack Toland. He was a massive Star Wars fan. He, <laughs> but he was the one that like read all the like additional stuff, the comics. Yeah, I did um, too as a kid. I'm not sure. Had Clone Wars, the TV show been? Not yet, no. That came after this. I think so. But he was aware of a lot of stuff, like games and things. Wow. So when like Order 66 happens, right? he's like, he, know, he knows these characters oh, from all the other stuff. Damn. There's the guy with like the tentacle hair thing. Right, yeah. He's like, oh no, he's my favorite. Oh. Um, I mean, the video games too have a lot of these like side characters yeah. that are brought to life in these movies and these prequels. Um, I mean, say what you will about the prequels. They're definitely a, a strange uh, collection of films. But I, I quite enjoyed this because we're here to chat about episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Everything uh, comes full circle here. Everything comes. The story of the prequels leading up to the original Star Wars movies all starts and ends with this film. Kind mm. of. Everything kind of happens in this. I feel like... There's a lot of leading up to this in the last two movies. And you're like, all right, can we get to the good stuff? Yeah, I would say this movie a lot it. of the stuff with the the Emperor, I kind of feel maybe you did need a lot of that politics beforehand to, yeah, to kind of yes get to no. this point. I guess I guess so. But um, I, I, I remember this being a big, big movie when it came out. And I feel like this one, I wouldn't say saves the prequels, but this one has a lot of people's hearts when it comes to the mm. prequels uh, in the Star Wars world, in the universe there. Uh, I guess we should just start yeah. getting into this, this film here. So Revenge of the Sith, Star Wars... The, the the classic credits opening are always the best in the Star Wars. That's why I, I still will go see these movies in theaters. Because just that that first si silence and then... Yeah, da, I da, love da, the da. anticipation. You yeah. have like the LucasArts yeah. logo and then it's silent for a long time. Right. Like, Long time ago in a galaxy yeah, far, far and away. Then, and it, and it hits you. Yeah, it, it's such a great it's Still, yeah, it gives me shivers yeah, every even time. in the new ones. It's just fantastic. Uh, especially after you've had a nice uh, little... Pretty little movie snack. Um, so the credits here say war. 
the Republic is crumbling already. They're talking about the Republic. I, I'm like, well, God damn it. But no, I, I was like, the first word is war exclamation mark. I'm like, yes. And then no, the Republic. No politics or anything. But it's talking about, yeah, uh, abductions and all this. The war that's crumbling under the attack of the Sith Lord, Count Dooku. Evil is everywhere. The fiendish droid leader, General Grievous, is, is, has kidnapped Palpatine. Two Jedi Knights lead a desperate mission to the Chancellor. I love this. It after all the political bullshit we've had in the last two movies, I don't and just politics. like okay, there's war. There's an evil guy who's kidnapped another <laughs> evil guy, and we're gonna have our two goodies try and rescue him. Yes, awesome. Rescue Sign them. me up. Let's go. So it starts off with a giant space battle. It's funny because this movie is called Star Wars, yeah. and there's a war in the stars literally right now. Um, there's like flying ships shooting everywhere and we see our two Jedi Knights. It is Anakin Skywalker and, uh, he's sporting a new look mm. kind of growing his hair out. He's got bit. the, the hockey flow, the greasy yeah. <laughs> hockey flow going on. He's uh, flying his ship because we know he's a great captain. And then we see Obi-Wan and even Obi-Wan's sporting a nice looking, he looks more like Jesus in this. He's got the ginger beard, which I got to rep because, you know, my fellow brethren of the ginger I feel like uh, he could be wearing a turtleneck, a blazer, and easily fit in with the Tiff crowd with his beard and, <laughs> and hair he's got going here. Uh, he looks fabulous. Um, I'm just going to say it right off the bat. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the greatest Jedi to ever live. Don't at me. Okay. Obi-Wan Kenobi, the best. You can't touch him. I can't wait for the Disney+. Plus. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin, they're in their fighter jets, and they're fighting up. They're trying to get to this ship to save the... The uh, Palpatine. So there's like there's their other ships. They're getting blown up. There's droid ships getting blown up. Uh, at one point, Anakin saves Obi Wan and R 2s in his ship. Uh, they finally land on the ship and they're fighting destroyer droids. And then we see General Grievous and he Grievous. Grievous. Um, General Grievous is like this droid Sith thing. He's like a droid created. It's, yeah, I guy. think he's the the idea is I think he's part human yeah, or yeah. monster or whatever because he does you see his heart he later, does have a heart and he's got a face behind the right he's he's pretty cool i i remember liking this villain he's so interesting apparently the original concept for this character was going to be a little child okay who'd hover and was guarded by all these droids right right um that character is but, used in a game or something but lucas it? thought uh it didn't seem too intimidating enough. No one would take sure. it seriously. So he came up with this. This instead. is a cool character. I remember people using the toys with like, cause it's all about toys with Star Wars yeah. when you're a kid, right? The, the multiple lightsabers thing's of pretty course, cool, yeah. but Grievous isn't up there for me. So Grievous is like a droid Sith and, uh, he's got like this like breathing thing. He's got a smoker's cough. He mm. sounds like me after a few too many bong hits. That's what Grievous is giving. All these bad guys have breathing issues. Yeah, they do, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you're a Sith and you got a robotic part, you breathe bad. Uh, the Jedis are in an elevator. Uh, no elevator music. And R2 uses some oil and like slips up these droids. And then literally it's lit because it he just flames them. He just, yeah, R2's a badass R2's in this. We've never up. really yeah. seen him do as much as this. <laughs> he early on uh, was like zapping these buzz droids that... They kind of reminded me of, you know, the dinosaur in Jurassic Park that spits the oil. Yeah, yeah. These buzz droids kind of re reminded me of, like, mechanical versions of this. But yeah, R2's kicking ass. R2's not, R2's not taking any more shit anyway. Like, he's done with that. Uh, Chancellor uh, Palpatine, he's handcuffed to a chair. The Jedi's arrived. Dooku, Count Dooku, Christopher Lee, Dracula himself, he shows up. He says, this time, we'll, we're going to do it together. And... Uh, 
all of a sudden the two lightsabers they show up and the sorry the the Jedi yeah, show because Anakin went Leroy Jenkins in yeah. the last film he was like now I'm gonna take this fuck around yeah yeah so, so they're time, like yeah we've learned let's take them together so Obi Wan's like. This time we're going to do this together. We got this. So they start fighting. It's an epic uh, two-on-one lightsaber duel. But Obi-Wan gets force-thrown into, like, a wall. And Dooku, like, is cheeky again. Like, the last time we saw him in the ending fight scene of the last movie, he, like, force-covers Obi-Wan so he can't, like, get up, mm. essentially. He's, like, stuck there. Um, and he now has a one-on-one lightsaber duel with Anakin here. So there's they're going at it with, like... Just all crazy force. And Anakin's just like, looks something different about him, obviously, from the last time we've seen him. And he's just raging and he's like going kind of crazy there. And um, he chops off the hand of Count Dooku. And it's like, oh, he's got him now. And he then picks up his lightsaber, uh, Obi-Wan's lightsaber, is Mm. it not? Or whatever. And he makes like... No, he picks up Dooku's. Right, so now he's got both of them. And he's got Dooku's head in between both of them. And now Palpatine sitting there is like, do it, Anakin. Kill him. Do it. Do it. And he's like, no, no, I shouldn't. It's not the Jedi way. And he's like, no, he's too dangerous. You got to, you know, he's got fear and anger. You got to do it. So what does Anakin do? He scissors him and cuts off the head of Count Dooku. Boy, damn. It's not the Jedi way. I... I think this is an violent. awesome opening to the film. It's pretty You've got violent. The, the big bad from the last film yeah. is killed off in the Knocked first off. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, you see already the, uh, the influence the Emperor has um, over Anakin. Uh, the original cut of this whole film is four hours, apparently. <laughs> Jeez. And this whole opening bit up to this point yeah. in the original cut was an hour long. Yeah, too long. So they trimmed this right down Good, to yeah. about 15 minutes, yeah. which works. The only thing I... I would have quite liked. Apparently in the original cut, uh, Palpatine tells Anakin that it was Dooku who ordered the Tusken Raiders to kidnap his mother. Oh. Which I think would have uh, justified this execution right, right. a lot more. Interesting. Um, Interesting. That's the only thing I... And I believe I think they included it in a video yeah, game. Yeah, I think I have like seen that. That, that line. Yeah, I have. Uh, I think I probably played the video game. I played all the video games for... Like, uh, the, the last show we did, reviewing the last movie, I talked about the video games... In this movie, a lot of the levels and uh, planets and all the systems they go to are involved in, like, Star Wars Battlefront and, like, PS2 and stuff. Mm. Those games are crazy. And, like, all these levels, like, you you can play it yeah. on them. And it's really cool. Um, so, yeah, he's dead. Count Dooku is dead. Anakin scissored him off. It's such a cool death. I remember... <laughs> that sounds gross. I remember as a kid playing lightsaber mm. duels. And I, I talked about... I used to have the... Darth Maul lightsaber, yeah. the double things. But then I eventually just had, like, I remember one. But you would steal your buddy's lightsaber, and then you'd have him at your mercy. And then after watching this movie, I remember doing that to friends. Or just, like, taking two lightsabers and going, <laughs> right, <laughs> right in the head. Well, since uh, I believe the day after we released our last Star Wars review, yeah. the latest trailer came out. Yes. And while we're on the subject of lightsabers, yes. have you seen this new foldy red Whoa, blade yeah it's like a uh, double Ray double double blades yeah double blades double rainbow from ray that looks pretty spooky it's I can't, red yeah what's looks, gonna happen there i don't know you gotta wait to find out um then we we um you still have obi-wan and he's been trapped and palpatine is like hey anakin we got to get out of here and he's like hold on i gotta save obi-wan he's like no 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 
we don't have time. We can't save Obi-Wan. Like, what a what a cheeky comment from Palpatine. Yeah. Just be like, no, 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 leave him. We don't need him. Already, you should already have your uh, suspicions about uh, Counselor uh, Pal- Palpatine here. So he fireman carries, like he's going for the attitude adjustment, Obi-Wan. And they get in the elevator. And they go in the ship. And they get captured. And Grievous is there. And he tries to uh, steal their lightsabers. But uh, they fight the droids. They fight him. And there's, like, dudes with, like, purple sticks. Uh, Grievous, he's a little bitch. And he breaks the glass and flies away. So now they have to, like, get an escape pod. Oh, he Doesn't he, like, blast all the escape pods, too? He's just an evil dude. Uh, but somehow they land this giant ship and uh, they survive. So um, after this, there's, there's, like, a meeting with Anakin and Obi-Wan. And he's like, I saved your ass. Ten times. And he's like, whoa, 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 it's been nine times. That other time doesn't count. Uh, I feel like that's me and you, but like when we, we go out, come home night on a night out. We're probably about 50-50. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say. We always are like, yeah, well, you got, you, 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 you saved me there or whatever. I can feel, I feel the, I feel the. So he's like, oh, you owe me for that drink. It's like, yeah, I bought a whole fucking pizza, remember? Like, oh, okay, thank you. We're square. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's us, except they're saving each other's lives. But that's what we do when we order each other drunk food. By the way, I I did pay Uh-oh. the debt and got John Pollock a beer on Monday. <laughs> oh, okay, nice. Yes, you do owe you did owe John. A I beer, did owe yeah. John a beer, so that debt is paid. Um, so Padme is seen creeping, and she realizes Anakin is safe from this this uh, this mission, and she comes and she hugs Anakin. And uh, if you notice, her hairstyle is changed. Mm. It looks. She's got cinnamon buns on the side of her yeah. head. It looks like Princess Leia. Ooh. Uh, Anakin is saying um, he, he can feel her trembling. And she's like, look, something wonderful has happened. I'm pregnant. And he's like, whoa. And their marriage is still a big, fat, dirty secret. Yeah, no one knows. Point. Yeah. No one is seeing them doing this and mm. meeting here because everyone has kind of left. He says, that's wonderful. But we'll worry about this later. Uh, he's got to move five parasects. I don't know what that means. I think it's distance, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, parasects. Um, so she's pregnant. I guess we'll we'll get to that. Uh, Grievous is shown. He's talking to uh, some evil Darth Sidious in like a thing, and he Sidious is telling Grievous not to worry about the loss of his master Count Dooku to Grievous because he may have found someone younger and more powerful. Who does he mean? We'll find out. Anakin is in his sleep next to Padme and he has a vision he has a nightmare and in his sleep he sees Padme is crying and dying while giving birth to their baby mm. he wakes up he realizes it was a nightmare but he tells Padme that what he saw she says look it was only a dream don't let this become real life he says I won't let this become so she's like, look, we can't ask for help because we'll be outcasted. So what? It, maybe we should ask Obi-Wan for help. He says, Obi-Wan, no, 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 no. He can't help us. Trust me, this baby is a blessing. But we have these wonderful uh, lines written by George Lucas himself. It goes, you're so beautiful only because I'm so in love. Oh no, because I'm so in love with you. <laughs> So love has blinded you. Jesus Christ. Come on. Did George Lucas ever get laid before? (laughs) The thing is, you you write it and okay, on paper, it might look one thing. He's directing this as well. Once he hears these lines come out of human mouths, wouldn't you go, 
oh, maybe just improv this scene. Do a bit of improv. See what you come up with. Because anything would be better. Than I bet this. Natalie Portman, Oscar-winning actress, could have uh, could have come up with better yeah. lines than improv. Yeah, I think so. That's the only issue with these prequels. Like the main issue is literally it, like it what really the lighting is. is just crazy. And it, it's weird because I don't think the dialogue is great in the originals, but there's a certain no, charm to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's because of the age and it's just like a, a kind of time thing and sure. it has that sort of definitely vibe but it oh it's bad um all i know is that padme hints that we should ask obi-wan for help early on in this movie i'll get into that again uh anakin approaches yoda and says like look i've been having some some nightmares he doesn't explain what they are obviously because he doesn't want to tell yoda about his his side piece he's telling yoda about the the pain and suffering and, and yoda says look fear of loss is 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 a path to the dark side. So Yoda's just telling him like there's a lot of pain and suffering, but don't give into it. Don't fear that because don't don't think like that. And attachment leads to jealousy. Train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose. That sounds that sounds deep. Like literally train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose. So what? Let go of your girl? Let go of your kid? Yeah. That's not a good I don't know about this. No. Yoda. I was like, Yoda, you may have caused this whole issue <laughs> just from telling him to let go of everything because he may have inadvertently just do that um there's some more boring politics here that i kind of was like what why are we doing this again but it's because palpatine is now appointing anakin as his personal representative his like jedi sidekick here so anakin's like wow i'm overwhelmed so now he's because of this he's hoping to be ranked a jedi master he goes upon the council, and Mace Windu, Samuel L. Jackson, he tells him, look, you're not going to be a ranked a master. And he's like, what? Why not? He goes, look, you just, you're not ready yet. We can't rate, rank you master, and we know that you're going to be with the Palpatine, but, you know, you got to watch out. So Obi-Wan's like, look, Palpatine's a little cheeky, a little suspicious. We need you to kind of watch him. We have, we have our eye on him, and it's, you need to do this. And Anakin's, like, questioning him, and starts the little rift between them, I would say. So, Obi-Wan then talks to Yoda and Mace Windu, and is talking about the prophecy. Not that <laughs> prophecy. A different prophecy. The prophecy of the Chosen One. Could the prophecy have been misread? So, Anakin now is going to work with Palpatine. It's, it's pretty, pretty cheeky. Uh, Padme... Uh, tells Anakin you should talk to him. So Palpatine and Anakin now are like watching some thing. I don't know. Some They're weird the show opera. thing. Yeah. Is this like supposed Something to be like the that. space opera? Yeah, like I think bubbles. so. It looks like when I... Baddies love opera. <laughs> Bad guys like, love opera. Every Bond film, like the villain <laughs> fucking loves opera. What about Lincoln? He wasn't a bad guy. He died at the opera. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Lincoln there was were bad like... guys at that opera. You see? <laughs> True. So Pad, uh, Anakin and Palpatine are at the opera, the space opera with bubbles and all this kind of stuff. Um, and Palpatine is like, hey, look, there was a guy named Darth Plagueis. He was the he was very wise. He was like a Sith legend. He was the Dark Lord. And and he used to use the force to manipulate the midichlorians, mm. the midichlorians. There they are again. Even he could keep the ones he cared about from dying. So all of a sudden, Anakin's like, say what now? Say, what did you just say? What did you, well, repeat that part. What was the part about that? He goes, look, the dark side of the force is a path. Anakin now is like, hey, what happened to that? What happened to that guy, Darth Plagueis? He says, the only thing that he was afraid of was of losing his power. 
and he taught his apprentice everything he knew. But then his apprentice killed him. He could save others from death, but not himself. Anakin's like, okay, okay, cool, cool. I like what you're saying, but is it possible to learn this power? Not from a Jedi. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. I'd have loved at this point if someone leant forward and went, guys, can you shut the fuck up? I'm trying to watch the show. <laughs> I'm trying to watch the opera here, and you guys are talking about some plague. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's probably uh, fiction or comics or whatever about this Darth Plagueis thing. Yeah. Sounds he, like a cool story. Yeah, it's he's definitely brought up. Is he not brought up in the newer ones? No, no, maybe not. I'm not sure. Um, he's definitely brought up. Um, so clearly you can put two and two together, maybe, in your head. Yeah. Palpatine may or may not have killed this guy, is what he just revealed. Uh, so Palpatine's already putting the little drops of knowledge in Anakin's. He's like spreading it out already, you know, planting the seed, if you will. Um, so we now have Yoda and he's chilling with some Wookiees. We see some Wookiees, uh, finally. And it's actually revealed he's, he was hanging out with Chewbacca for mm. a lot of time. We weren't, we, we didn't know, but then it, you know, they were boys. So apparently as well in an early draft, there was going to be a young 10 year old Han Solo Oh, who would be an orphan who's been adopted by Chewie, uh, and he was meant to be hanging around in these scenes okay, as well. Okay, okay, interesting. I mean, that story changes in the solo movie, yeah. right? Obviously, yeah. Um, so, uh, Yoda's there. Obi-Wan tells Anakin that you will be a Jedi, and you will be a master one day. The Force will be with you, and they split. They, 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 they part ways. So, Anakin, um, he has more visions and... Uh, I feel like, um, sorry, I, I lost where I was in my notes. Um, Anakin has like visions of what Obi-Wan was, was here or something. He, he kind of tells Padme like, Hey, w why were you hanging out with Obi-Wan? Cause I think Obi-Wan's a little well, shaken he, up. He, he's starting to think that nobody trusts him and he's thought yeah. that with the council, but hasn't hasn't really thought that with Obi-Wan as well. Yeah. And is starting to get that vibe from him. Uh, he, he tells her that he's found a way to save her. And I won't die, I promise you. No, I promise you. Uh, just great writing by George Lucas. Uh, Obi-Wan goes to Utapau? Utapa. I wrote Utah is what my spell check. He so goes to Utah. Obi-Wan goes to Utah and uh, there's these like scary alien dude that Obi-Wan's talking to. He's like, hey, is, what's going on in this island? And the guy's like, nothing. Everything's cool. And then he leans in and he's like, we're being held captive. This they, guy's scary. Are, he is. He looks like a Rick and Morty character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's got scary teeth. Yeah. Sharp, scary teeth. Very scary. Um, and he's, he reveals he's being held captive by Grievous. So Obi-Wan gets on this like annoying, loud cat raptor bird thing. What would you call this thing? It's like a, a cat like raptor. A dragon... Cat, dragon thing. cat. Dragon, it's a dragon cat. dragon cat. I remember they had toys of this. My right. little brother had the toys of this. This That's weird thing was what, in the film way too much. Yeah, it was definitely made just to make toys, I think. Because you could have skipped this, I think. <laughs> but he's on this cat raptor. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm calling it. And all of a sudden, he sees Grievous and his droids, and he sees the politicians. So he gets off the thing, and he drops down. He jumps in. He lands on his feet, and he says, Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> he drops in Grievous. He's like, you know what? Droids, back up. I'm going to fight him. I'm going to duel. So he t they're taking off the robes, and he reveals that he was Dooku's apprentice, and that Dooku has trained him, so he's going to fuck up Obi-Wan. So he reveals now, he doesn't just have two arms. Grievous, this robot person, 
Sith Lord has four arms. And with those arms, he's got the lightsabers in each one of the Jedis that he's killed. And he starts doing the Pete Townsend windmill. He does what every guy does with their lightsaber. You know what I'm talking about? The helicopter saber. Y'all know what I'm talking about. He's doing the windmill here. And it's a pretty epic duel, if you ask me, because... This guy's running at you while just swinging, yeah, like lightsabers, like he's skipping. It's like, damn, like that's pretty crazy. And Obi Wan is just like slashing up. Uh, it's hard for him to keep up with the four, but Obi Wan is a master. Like I say, Obi Wan, the greatest Jedi of all time, uh, slashes some of his arms off. So now he's only got like one or two of them. They love cutting arms off. Yeah, films. Star Wars. I think we said it in the last yeah. one, but yeah. George Every Lucas. film, someone's losing an arm. George Lucas definitely has some sort of like fetish towards people losing <laughs> parts of their body. Um, the epic duel continues. The clones now start to drop in, and they beat off the... the they beat off. <laughs> they chase off the droids. Um, and Grievous says that you are doomed, but he tries to retreat, so Obi-Wan chases him on his like cat thing that goes... Arrgh, arrgh, the weird cat. Uh cuts back to Palpatine. He's teasing Anakin with the dark side. Only through me will you be able to save your wife from certain death. What did you say? Listen, Anakin, use my knowledge. And Anakin all of a sudden realizes, wait a second, you're the Sith Lord, aren't you? Aren't you? He goes, listen, Anakin, don't be a pawn. You've been searching for an extra, extraordinary life. Extraordinary. I can feel your anger. It gives you focus and makes you stronger. Is that true? Does anger really help you get focus? No. Anger might make you stronger in certain it'll types. It more rage yeah. and strength, maybe. But I'm yeah. thinking about anytime you're pissed off. Usually you're not thinking straight. Oh, no. Yeah. So I don't think that's really right. Anakin, you shouldn't be listening to this guy. But in the back of his mind, he just wants to save his dear love. Um, he says... I do think also that there needs to be a middle ground. Because as you said earlier... Anakin goes to Yoda and he's like, hey, I think the love of my life is going to die. Mate, let it go. Let it go. Shit happens. And it's... There needs to be some kind... I'm imagining... The Sith and the Jedi need to be, look, we're both a bit extreme here. Let's let's go to the middle. Like, emotions are okay. It's just... It's like your school counselor in high school, except they're both shit. So one of them's like your evil gym teacher. He's like, listen, man... You gotta, you gotta do the, you gotta do these things, and you can do, you can pass. And the other guy's like, eh, just let it go. Like they're not getting good advice. There no. needs to be a, a middle, a middle there. I just don't think poor Anakin is gonna find it. It's too, it's unfortunate because he literally went to both spectrums. It's kind of like this movie reminds me of the Passion of the Christ. Okay, God, <laughs> because, where are we going here? <laughs> because it's like you're watching this like, it's Star Wars is like definitely based off biblical like. Good oh, and yeah. evil, right? right it, sure. it so is. And I find in this movie with the talk of Sith Lord and good and evil, it's definitely, like, very based on it. So, like, I don't know. It feels like I'm watching this, like, epic of something that actually happened or something. It's crazy. Uh, I love it. Star Wars as well. So, Anakin now is like, you know what, Palpatine? I'm going to turn you over to the Jedi Council. Mm-mm-mm. Cuts back to Obi-Wan. He's on uh, Utah. He's catching up with Grievous. He's fighting with him. They're in this another epic battle on this, like, platform. Um... Obi-Wan starts to get beat up, and he's losing the fight. He's about to fall off the cliff here, but don't call it a comeback. He blasts Grievous with a uh, like blaster, blaster, 
and shoots him right in that like exposed heart there, thus killing him. And Grievous is dead. Uh, I thought this was a pretty epic fight from the start to finish of the lightsaber. Because this, this movie definitely... They heard the cries from the last two where there wasn't enough fights. Like mm. duels and battles. Like That's what we want to see. And this movie, I think, really delivers in that. I actually think the pacing of this film is really good. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and like I like exposition. I don't want to go and just see an action film which is just, sure. just blam, blam, blam. I do want story. Mm-hmm. But... You need to justify each fight, and I think that's something they do very well in this film, is they keep the action coming at you every every 10, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. there's some sort of action. But it's it's justified as well. I don't feel it's just for the sake of, ah, let's throw another lightsaber. Right, yeah, here. yeah, yeah. I found that the the first one and the newer ones, uh, The Force Awakens, mm. I found that one just like didn't stop almost. It was yeah. just non-stop action, which I actually enjoy that movie, but... This one, you're right. It was definitely paced better. I just found episode one and episode two very boring. Both took ages to before stuff. you actually yeah. had a so decent this, this stuff, like, duel or anything. Yeah, this, we've already seen Dooku die. Now we've seen Grievous die. Like, we're getting action here. People mm. are, like, dying. It's I crazy. think it is the benefit, though, of having those two films before you. Because you guess. do need to set things up. I think a lot of uh, the superhero films, the second one is, off- is often better because you know, you watched like Spider-Man one. You've got to get through the whole thing of who is Peter Parker. Sure. Let's see him get bitten. Let's see him make a suit. Let's see Uncle Ben die. And right. it's you want to get yeah okay. You just I want get to get it. to the good stuff. I just want to get to him fighting Spider-Man. Him, yeah. And once you get Spider-Man two, it's like he's already Spider-Man. Now so now we can just it, yeah. go who's the baddie? Boom What's action. The story, yeah. And I think that's where this benefits is you've had all that beforehand. You can just go right. Everything's in chaos. Action. Go. Fair. Um, yeah, I, I think this one definitely picks it up a notch. Um, Anakin now, he runs to find Mace Windu. And he explains that Palpatine is the Sith Lord. He has reason to believe that Windu is now shocked. He goes, okay, uh, stay here. Don't come with me. Because, like, we can't, we don't, it could cloud, your, your confusion in your brain, I can see it clouds your judgment. So stay back. We're going to go up and confront him. So, uh, you gained my trust, but just remain here. Don't, don't, you know, don't do this. So it's, ah, shit, here we go again. So Anakin's chilling and he's contemplating life and he's like staring off and he's, he's seen crying because he doesn't know he's torn on what to do because he's thinking about Padme and it cuts to Padme and she's doing the same thing, looking Mm. out, not sure what's going to happen in, with their future. Mace Windu. And the Jedi. What, we also had the voice of Palpatine again going, any chances yeah. of saving her will be lost, which I thought it was hitting you over the head with it. Right, but we, yeah. we get what he's thinking at this yeah, point. Yeah. I don't think it was really needed. Mace Windu and the Jedi Council uh, members of them confront Palpatine and they say, listen, man, you're under arrest. It's treason. You're under arrest. And he goes, what for? He's like, we know that you're the Sith Lord. He goes... Well then, so be it. And reveals his red lightsaber. Yeah. Palpatine is Darth Sidious. And he goes after the and starts slashing up these Jedi. He kills all of these Jedi except Mace Windu. And now they're having an epic battle. We just talked about epic battle. Here's another one. Mace Windu, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Just fantastic in everything he does. Can we just agree <laughs> on that? I just watched Pulp Fiction the other day. And I'm like, bravo, Samuel L. Jackson. You're amazing. Um, and Mace Windu here is a bad MFer, And he's fighting Palpatine, Darth Sidious in this epic battle. And now they're like, in the, they're high up in this building. 
and there's like a glass thing and the glass is now broken so they're very high up and it's called very, a window yeah yeah sorry well it's like it's like yeah but this is not like in real life like this wouldn't exist in real life they're like so high yeah up. they're like flying in the sky like cloud city almost you know like they're really high up and the window is broken and the glass is all shattered so they're fighting up there and uh palpatine's Saber battle fights are really funny. <laughs> I follow prequel memes, and they use a lot of stills from these movies. Right. And Palpatine's facial reactions from the ba- battles are always used, because he's like, ooh, ah, ooh. <laughs> I'm telling you, watch his saber faces. They're so funny. Um, he then gets cornered by Mace Windu. He gets the upper hand here and has him like almost hanging out the window, and Mace Windu is thinking about killing him. Um, Anakin approaches he enters there and he goes, look, you got to stop. And he goes, you are under arrest. And he goes, no, 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 no. So he starts to use like electric force against Mace Windu, but he's blocking it with his badass purple lightsaber. And he's like re- de- deflecting it back to Palpatine and it's like electrocuting his face, making him all like revealing how like, yeah, like, yeah, he's like ugly and nasty and sinister. And Anakin's like, no, stop it. Don't kill him. Like we can put him to trial. We can arrest him. And... And Palpatine says, look, I have the power to save the ones you love. And he's like, don't listen to him, man. Don't, don't do it. Don't, don't listen to him. And he's like, don't kill him, though, because, like, just put him on trial. And he's like, no, no, no. We need to kill this dude. We can't just leave this guy. What are you talking about? So Mace Windu winds up his arm to slash him with his purple lightsaber. But Anakin says, no, I need him. And Anakin turns on his lightsaber and swipes off with Mace Windu's arm. He starts shouting. Sidious has the most evil grin, laughs, and then electrocutes Mace Windu, sending him flying, falling to his death. Unlimited power! This seems awesome. Yeah, Um, this was great. Anakin has turned on the Jedi Council. I think Windu fucked up. It isn't the Jedi way. No matter how powerful this guy is, that that isn't isn't what they stand for. I don't know, man. Even Batman sometimes got to kill a man. Mm. Even Batman's like, you know what? Time to kill you. Um, some great lines in here, though. I love uh, Palpatine going, I am the Senate. <laughs> and the, no, no, no. Unlimited power. Yeah, the, the electrocution thing really fucks his voice up for the rest of the film. Yeah. He's um, yeah, this, this scene's really cool. Um, I still find... I get why Anakin wants to join him for the... To like to save Padme. Yeah, I don't really. I still don't really get all the other evil shit he does along. <laughs> with like I understand stopping, like him stopping Windu because it's not the Jedi way, and he needs him. But then, look, Anakin led his whole life. He couldn't get a girl. Mm. He was he was a slave on a planet as a child. He met a young lady. He fell in love. Years later, became a Jedi. It was forbidden to fall in love. You couldn't fall in love. He finally gets back. With the love of his life, his first girl, his love, his first love, his true love, and and now she's gonna die. He's got to do everything in his path to keep her. You got to do anything you can. Once you get it, you got it. <laughs> I think he he won the the Razzie this year again. The, yeah, of course, for worst actor. <laughs> of course, of and course. I think this line: "What have I done? What have I done? What yeah. have I done?" That that would be the show reel for the Razzies for him. <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? Uh, I will do whatever you ask. Just help me save Padme's life. I can't live without her. I pledge myself to your teachings. <laughs> good, good. 
Uh, he bows to the master. The force is strong with you. A powerful Sith you will become. Henceforth now, you shall be known as Darth Vader. So he goes, thank you. His music starts to play for the first time. The dun, dun, dun. Finally, uh, he goes, listen, everyone's an enemy, even Obi-Wan Kenobi. Go to the Jedi Temple and do what must be done. Show no mercy. No mercy. Only then will you be strong enough. So kill the Jedi. Go kill everyone on Mustafar and the Sith will rule and we shall have peace. Go kill everyone. Just go, go mess up everyone. So Darth Sidious has now told Darth Vader, if you're keeping up, to go kill all the Jedi. All the Jedi. Mm. All the Jedi. Yoda, shown uh, wherever he is with the Wookiees, he senses something happening. He's having a terrible turn of events. Uh, it shows Vader approaching the Jedi Temple with the, these like clones. And we're not sure like what's going on just yet, but the shot is pretty sinister. It's pretty yeah. epic where he's just walking now. He's all dark and the clones behind him. You're not sure why yet. Anakin's eyes have changed. Of course. Point. Once you turn Sith, you get red eyes. I didn't like eyes. that because it's... Palpatine made sense because he'd been electrocuted. Right, him. yeah. How did Anakin's change? Uh, the Sith does things yeah, to Yeah, but body. Dooku didn't have uh, crazy well, eyes. So you believe everything else in this world, but nah, the eyes changing is it, what gets It completely it. took yeah. me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not sure why the clones are following Anakin, but then it's shown like the Clone Wars that are happening all over the different planets, and... They all get a call. They get a text. You up? That's the text they get from Palpatine. <laughs> you up? What you doing? Uh, he texts them and says, Execute Order 66. Yes, my lord. And then all of a sudden, all of the clones, they turn on all the Jedis all over the galaxy. So they even turn on Obi-Wan Kenobi and they shoot him like off his raptor cat. <laughs> <laughs> Finally shutting that thing up. Uh, Obi-Wan falls to his death, we think, but survives in, like, the water, goes swimming. But it's shown all over the galaxies and the, the systems um, that all these Jedis are getting slain. This is a pretty sad... I think this like, is one of the best crazy, moments yeah, in the Yeah, this is a crazy scene. This is, like, all really these sad. Jedis. Yeah, like, these Jedis just getting slayed up, shotted up, shot up. Um, it's like the fall of grace. It's like... It shows Yoda. He survives, but, like, drops his stick, and he's like, Oh, my God. What's going on? It's wild. When the edible hits, um, every like everyone's just dying, and like it's sad. So only a few Jedi are still alive. Yoda, he's about to get shot up by the clones, but he pulls out his lightsaber and starts taking people's heads off. Literally, these clones are getting their heads. T Yoda is splitting wigs up in this bitch. Yoda is killing these clones. Um, it shows Master. Uh, sorry, it shows Yoda doing this, and Yoda survives. But a lot of the Jedi's are now dead. Now we cut to a very important scene. It cuts back to the Jedi Temple. And we see like a door open and you see all these little kids, the young Jedis, the younglings. And there's a little kid there. I, I think you should uh, read what he says because he's, he's a little British boy and he says, Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? And then you just hear... Vroom. Oh my god. Oh my god. I want to know god. what this kid's doing now. Is this guy still acting? <laughs> oh, he's dead. Because <laughs> he got shot up by a lightsaber here. Oh my god. Um, so, they don't show it, but... You know what happened. Anakin has killed kids. He kills little kids. Anakin Skywalker kills kids. Just remember that. So when you're watching the end of Return of the yeah, Jedi... Just remember. And Vader... 
turns good in his dying moments. Just remember, this guy slaughtered Kids. a temple full of children. A temple. There's no coming back from that, I don't no, think. There, he shouldn't have been a ghost in the Return of the Jedi. No, didn't deserve I'm doing it. this. No. Don't, you don't slay younglings. It cuts to Padme somewhere else. She doesn't know what's going on, obviously, but she's just lost in the dark and she's crying. Uh, it shows the clones taking over the government with the, the senator now. Um, so uh, it shows, like, um, who's the, the senator? Nogala? No, no I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Organa? Yeah. He's, like, trying to escape. They're trying to kill him. But he's saved from a youngling, actually, mm. who didn't get slain. And he saves them, but the youngling does get shot up as well. Um, Yoda says bye to Chewbacca because he's flying back. Uh, it cuts back. Obi- well, yeah, and then he <coughs> fucks off in Dr. Evil's pod, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, what's the big boy? <laughs> the little space pod. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's going to go try to help people out. Obi- There's a lot of cuts here because it's showing the like what has happened since people dying and obi-wan has survived and he steals a ship and uh gets hold of the senator and he's going to go back to there it cuts back anakin has found padme she's like oh my god anakin i heard there was an attack at the jedi temple i can see the smoke from here from their apartment they must pay a lot for that apartment yeah Uh, i can see the smoke from here uh he anakin's like look i saw mace windu attack palpatine the dread the jedi (laughs) tried to take over She's like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this. What about Obi-Wan? He goes, no, no, no. We don't have anyone. We can't trust anyone. We have faith. Everything will be all right. He's like, I have a mission. I got to go to Mustafar, kill the Separatists, and then I will end it, and there will be peace. So just please wait here for me. She's like, oh my God, like what? Like she, she, She's believing what he said because yeah. he's like lying to her, saying the Jedi are evil. Well, I think he believes it. Yeah, true. He's twisted. He's messed up, man. So he makes her wait there, but tells her about his mission to Mustafar. Mustafar? Mustafar. Mustardfar? Obi-Wan meets with uh, Yoda and the senator, and they say that there was a message sent to all Jedis to retreat back to the temple. However, it was actually a trap, and every time a Jedi came back, they were killed and slaughtered by the the clones waiting there at the temple. Uh, So they're like, okay, well, what are we going to do? So the Viceroy now on Mustafar is, is waiting there for... Vader, not sure why. Maybe they're waiting for like an agreement, a pay, maybe. But they don't know that they're just about to get murdered by Darth Vader. This guy sucks. Yeah, as well. he's yeah. in the in the prequels way too. Much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing you have Darth Maul, one of the coolest characters. Yeah. in like probably twenty minutes screen time of the and first that guy film. and this vice and Viceroy Gunray with his shitty mask, like yeah. alien mask. <laughs> he's in all of them. Yeah. Yoda and Obi-Wan, they get to the temple and they find dead younglings. No. Even the younglings didn't survive. But Yoda realizes that the, the like, dead bodies show that they were murdered by a lightsaber. Yeah. What? Who could have done this? Cuts back and Anakin is now on Mustafar and he is slaying these separatists. They are totally separate because their body parts are separated from their other body parts. Anakin is just like slashing them up, and this is where his eyes are red. This yeah. is where, he was he was hanging out with me before he was <laughs> at Mustafar. His weird yellow red. His eyes were just super red. It looked like he was having a good time. His eyes were more red than the devil is. Um, he's just slashing and gashing these these guys. He's slaying. He's just killing these separatists. He's having a ball, too. He loves this. Like, you could tell the evil has taken over. Um, Palpatine, he's in the uh, the Senate, 
And now that he's like, you know, the big boss man, he announces that it is now the, un- the, the, the whole government, the whole galaxy is going to be run. It's a galactic empire and he's taking over. Obi-Wan and Yoda, they finally, uh, they're about to leave, but Obi-Wan needs to know who, who did this. He, che- he needs to check the security footage from the temple and it reveals Anakin slaying younglings and it reveals him pledging to the Sith Lord. So the boy you trained, gone he is, consumed by Darth Vader. I don't know where to look, but Yoda says, use your feelings and you will find him. I can figure out how to find him. And Obi-Wan does that. He goes to Padme. She says, I don't, I don't know where he is. I, 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 I haven't seen him. I don't know who it is. Don't know who you're talking about. He goes, come on, where is he? Where's Anakin? She says, look, I don't know. He reveals to her the truth. He says that Anakin has turned. He says that he saw a security hologram of him killing younglings. <laughs> this is a famous line from this movie. I saw a security hologram of him. He holds his beard, the ginger, glorious ginger beard, and he goes, killing younglings. This is one of those scenes where I don't get it, because Ewan McGregor and Natalie Portman are good actors. They're the best two actors in this movie, hands But down. they suck no, in this, they're the this best scene. Part. This scene. <laughs> it's so bad, but I love it. I love it. I love this. I feel like they're watching it after, and they go, <laughs> you, you chose that take? Yeah, they're wiping their tears with, I them, feel with their dollars. There's probably though. a really good take somewhere of this scene. But I like, don't know. You, you chose this one, George. It's that Star Wars money, though. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'd be like, yeah, cool. Uh, can we cut? Yeah, <laughs> sure, whatever. Just <laughs> they're just counting their money. Um, so he's telling her, like, yo, he killed younglings. He's the new Sith apprentice. But she's like, no, uh, I, I don't know where he is. I can't help you. Obi Wan's about to walk off, and as he as he's leaving, he goes, Anakin's the father, isn't he? I'm so sorry. And he turns around, puts his Jedi robe hood up. Obi-Wan the goat. I'm telling you right now, greatest Jedi ever. Don't at me. Padme is like shooketh. So she decides to go alone to Mustafar to meet Anakin. But she doesn't realize that Obi-Wan snuck aboard her ship. He uses the force wave to like hide. That was like an unnecessary force wave in this thing. You couldn't have just closed the little cabinet door. You had to. Do you ever... <laughs> pretend it's the pair all over again yeah <laughs> attacking the clothes yeah. with the pair yeah do you ever like go to the, those doors that automatically oh, all the time. pretend you're a jedi all the time. i still do that and I'm, I'm like 28 years old yeah. and i still pretend i have the force um so obi-wan has snuck aboard they land on mustafar she got there pretty quick i'd say mm. um and she lands there and she goes to meet anakin and he's there waiting because he saw her ship she goes, Anakin, Obi-Wan told me terrible things. What things? He said, you've turned. You've killed younglings. Obi-Wan is trying to turn you against me. He cares about us. He wants you to help. Oh, man. Some of the lines here are just a little over the top. Uh, Anakin basically is like, look, I'm more powerful than a Jedi. I'm, I'm bringing peace. Together, me and you, we could rule the galaxy. I, I could kill Palpatine. I'm stronger than him anyways. Me and you. We'll just run things the way we want. And she's like, I can't believe what I'm hearing. I don't even know you anymore. You know how many times a girl has said that to me? (laughs) I don't even know you anymore. Uh, Anakin, you're breaking my heart. That's this is a sad moment. I I think that's a good line from, it's still kind of cheesy, but I still like it. Natalie Portman is like, you can tell the good actors in this movie. Um, I, Anakin, you're breaking my heart. But get this. I mentioned that earlier she like 
says to him, like, we should go to Obi-Wan. She's mm-hmm. always like, yo, we should go to Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan can help us. And he's, like, kind of jealous of the fact that she keeps doing that. She trusts him. Yeah. She's all of a sudden in the background, Obi-Wan's standing there with his arms held out like a classic <laughs> Jedi. And it's like, ooh, he's there. He's looking like a G. And he's, Anakin just freaks out. He's like, wait a second. You're with him? What? And he force chokes Padme. And she's like, no, it's not what you, not what you think. Like, what are you talking about? I didn't know he was there. And he's, he accidentally, not even accidentally, he pretty much does it deliberately. Yeah, he chokes her. Yeah, like, and not the kind that she's into. Like, literally, she's like, ah, like, ah, like, and she's pregnant. Like, this is, dude, he kills little kids and then he, like, chokes his, his pregnant, pregnant wife. wife. This dude's a sicko. You can't, you can't come back from that. No. Vader's an evil guy. Let's just all like forget that he can be good. Cancel culture. Let's yeah, boycott legit. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, like Let's legit. Boycott the end of that. Yeah. Come on. Like come on guys. That's fucked. Um so he chokes her and she like faints. So he's like, "Oh my god." So he looks at Obi-Wan. He's like, "You turned her against me." Obi-Wan, "No. You did that by yourself." <laughs> you, or done, that you have done that yourself. You have done that yourself. <clears throat> so then get this. The robes are coming off in classic Jedi fashion. Democracy. You're not with me. Then you're my enemy. Only a Sith deals in absolute. I think you could tell in this moment, especially you and McGregor, this is the moment they've been waiting of for. Of course. Like this, when this, they signed on for this. This duel is referenced yeah, um, in, in the, the originals. You know this is going to be the climax yeah. of, the, of the prequels. It's going to be this fight. Obi-Wan against Anakin. And you yeah. could see they're like gearing up. It's like, yes, yeah. it's this finally is, come. And I reckon it would have been really exciting. Definitely. This. this is the most epic fight, I think, in all oh, the yeah. movies, I'd say. And none of this is enhanced. Uh, this is all proper speed. So okay, they, okay. they train for two months in fencing and stuff. Nice. So everything they do, and they go really quick. Yeah, they're really fight. crazy. Um, Obviously, like the Yoda Palpatine one, that's all digital. digital. Yeah. None of this one is, which is pretty cool. I will do what I must. You will try. <laughs> Duel of the motherfucking fates hits. Uh, Anakin's got that. Like you said, you can tell they're actually very skilled. He's got the backhand flow. Mm. He's like doing unnecessary back backhand things like balling under the legs he's like shooting hoops like what are you doing Anakin you fencing meanwhile Yoda approaches Darth Sidious and Yoda gets shot I just up. got in my head a, a visual of this happening and then Shane McMahon with a kendo stick yeah that's what it looks like around. that's what it looks like he's spinning it's the helicopter yeah. it's all about the helicopter the ladies love the helicopter saber right uh, Yoda gets electrocuted by Sidious as he a- attacks him but then now they're going to have a lightsaber fight and he calls Yoda my little green friend we all have little green friends I love this moment when Yoda walks in and he just there's the red cloaks and yeah. he just waves his arm <laughs> they fall down kills him uh, apparently Ewan McGregor requested to be a red cloak in this film <laughs> so he might be one of these wow, two okay. people weird interesting um, so Yoda now is uh, he uses the force push on Sidious and dumps his old goofy ass uh, he, he's like I'm powerful but tries to leave and he's like if you're so powerful why leave so then they're lightsaber dueling they're fighting in like the senate chambers those pod things are flying everywhere uh, but Yoda takes a bump Yoda takes a hard bump the hard way. He gets dumped and, like, bumps his head. So Sidious escapes and gets his clones. So Yoda, like, goes into exile, I must mm. go. 
cuts back to Mustafar. Mustafar to explain what it is is like a lava lava land. Lava land. That's essentially this planet. It's all hot lava. They go and they make stuff there. Um, Anakin is using the the choke. He's or just like a choke on Obi Wan. Uh, he's doing the windmill again. Pete Townsend. Uh, this lava shit starts to like spill everywhere, so it's getting hot in here. So Obi and Vader. They're like on a pipe, like a balance beam almost. And this is crazy. Like it's pretty epic for lightsaber fights. And honestly, like you can tell they're, they're trained in this. Like they're really good at it. Um, they're fighting like sword fight here with the, the sabers. It's pretty crazy. Um, they're like now fighting on floating pieces of shit in lava. He goes, you are lost. This is the end for you, my master. And they're just, they're, that's not the best trash talk, but you know, (laughs) it's fine. Um, Obi-Wan like is floating and then like jumps off this like floating thing like like the thing Rose is on after Titanic and then he lands on like this like part of the ground and he goes it's over Anakin I have the high ground don't try it and Anakin tries it (laughs) (laughs) don't do it and he does it and Anakin flies up trying to cut him but Obi-Wan slices him up mid-air and Anakin's like body drops and it's like his arm that like got like cut off just sliced off but then now his body's like near the lava so he's like getting all like he's turning into s'mores essentially it's gross <laughs> it's really gross um and the famous lines here from obi-wan you were the chosen one you were the chosen one you sound just like him it was said you would destroy the sith not join them You'd bring balance to the force, not leave it in darkness. It's so poetic. It's yeah. like Shakespeare. I'm telling you, it's like the Bible. Star Wars is the Bible. So Obi-Wan is just so hurt. He goes, I loved you. He walks off. Anakin's like, I hate you. Uh, you were my brother. I loved you. And Obi- Obi-Wan just walks off, leaves him. Leaves him burnt ass up. Anakin is burnt up. He is lit. This is pretty epic. Yeah. I, I love this fight. I think yeah. it's really cool. It looks great. Um, I think that might be the best lightsaber fight in the whole series. I think so, yeah. yeah. I'd have liked the higher ground to have been established earlier on. Sure. Um, even in the previous films, it would have been cool if that was like a something, running thing about, right. oh, we have the higher ground, we have the advantage. Something sure. like like a little Jedi lesson. Because mm. um, it, it is said at the end as if, we already know that. He right, knows right. That. Just a little nitpick. Sure. I mean, it's because he's like, I'm... Yeah, I, I see what you mean. It could have been, yeah. But I still like... It's, it's oh, a good it line. makes still, sense, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, love, I love this whole fight. Like, this makes up for this whole movie. Like, this, this epic duel here is pretty great. But it doesn't make up for the last two movies. Um, so, this was pretty cool. But Anakin's burnt and he leaves him. Padme is brought on board by the, the droids and Obi-Wan flies with Padme off. Uh, it cuts back and Sidious and his goons, um, they come and he senses Anakin needs his help. Vader needs his help. So he goes and he saves the body. He's got the toasted up Vader and he saves the like the remaining corpse of Darth Vader. Padme is with Obi-Wan and, and the Senator and Yoda. Padme is dying, but she's giving birth to the babies now. And it's revealed, yes, babies. There's twins. So uh, they're realizing that she, they could save her, but she has no will to live. Therefore, she's dying. Do you know why? Because it's a broken heart. She's got a broken heart. It's a broken heart. It's like the notebook. Yeah. How? (laughs) Didn't she die and then he dies because he's sad? I thought the notebook is like, she doesn't remember. Yeah, but at the end she dies, so he's like, all right, I might as well die as well. Wow, isn't that uh, 
Shakespeare as well? Romeo? Juliet? Well, that's, that's they kill themselves. And Damn. one of them's not even dead. Damn. Yeah. See, I have a theory mm. that Obi-Wan is the real father of Leia and Luke. Damn. <laughs> Maybe that's what the Disney Plus show is all about. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And, and Anakin was, had a reason to be like, suspected. Yeah. Like, hey, what's going on? So, boom. How about that? Take that. Obi-Wan is the real... The real one. He's like, like, wake up, Padme. What's going on? Like, it's me. It's me, Obi Wan. No, dead. Uh, so they have a son. She has a son, and she's still alive to name him. And she says, Luke. She she's had these names planned for a long time. I guess because it's right away. She's like, <laughs> she's like that's, yeah, Luke. that's Luke, and, and that's Leia, and that's Leia. Cool. Um, it shows Anakin. He's being worked on and turned into some sort of machine. And the classic Darth Vader mask is slowly lowered onto his face, and he makes his first. <sighs> sounds like sounds like me. This bit's really cool because you see the mask from the inside. Yeah, like, it's all the cool. computery you don't sort see of that Iron Man in the old thing. One. Yeah, you don't really see cool. that. Uh, it looked really cool here. Um, it cuts back, and Padme dies. the The vision he saw was true and she did die yeah she says just before she dies she goes obi-wan there's good in him i know i know there's still <laughs> and dies and it's like there's not there's not you. he just slaughtered a load of kids <laughs> and you're dying trying to choke you whilst you're pregnant with twins see get this get this the vision he had mm. he had a nightmare yeah and what do i tell you because you have nightmares all the, time. all the time don't listen to them they don't mean anything your dreams actually don't matter so if he listened to everyone and just ignored the dreams, maybe Yoda was right. Just let go of the dream. Just ignore it. So if you ignore it and it wouldn't have come true, the reason it came true is because he's like, oh my gosh, he's going to die. But he he did have he, to dream about his mom, though, and that was true. Fair. Fair assessment. Mm. But uh, that was Count Dooku's fault, so. <laughs> according to the extra. Uh, so Padme's dead and Lord Vader is now brought to life. Uh, Palpatine Sidious he's brings he's like hello Lord Vader and he's like where's and it's James Earl Jones yeah, he's like, like whoa I sound go. like a big lion he's like whoa what's going on whoa. <laughs> he's like where's Padme is she safe is she alright it seems in your anger you killed her I, I couldn't have she, she was alive and he like breaks the table and the most epic line from this movie is <laughs> no it's terrible it's so it's bad why you still see the memes of this to this day someone must have gone let's just cut that yeah just that, that one thing just been like doesn't work what would you have put instead of saying no like what else do we put there smash shit up yeah, yeah like you yeah, know yeah. how I, that's why I love with Kylo Ren when he's pissed he's just like yeah sure that like, makes more sense smash something yeah um yeah he just goes no in the lamest part of this movie. yeah yeah I remember I remember seeing this in theaters years ago and I was still pretty young and people laughed I remember well, yeah that. even as a kid like yeah. I loved the film when I saw it and I'm like Ugh, yeah no yeah yeah um I read that Lucas designed the suit so the top half would be really heavy. Um, so he wanted like Hayden Christensen to be like, because it's awkward this yeah. first time he's wearing yeah, this true. suit and he's got fake legs and stuff. Yeah. So he'd be like wobbling about. So that's why he's, he's doing this. <laughs> he's dancing. He's that doing way. this dance thing as he's going, no. Have you ever seen he's Chad? trying to keep his balance. Have you ever seen Chad Vader? No. <laughs> the YouTube thing? The, the guy who works at the grocery store? No. YouTube Chad. Okay. It was like a YouTube sensation years ago. Uh, it looks like that. Um, so it is revealed that Leia will stay with the senator and become uh, like royalty, essentially. Mm. Uh, Leia a princess. Organa. Yeah, she will become a princess. And that Luke 
will go to his family in Tatooine. <laughs> Luke got a really rough Yo, deal there. Who, who, um, who draw the wrong straw this here? This reminds me on... Have you heard of The X Factor? Okay, yeah. It's like American Idol, that yeah, kind yeah, of show. Yeah. Uh, Judge's House. So you're, you're split into categories. You've got like under 26s, over 26s, the bands, okay. all that. And they have their judge, who will be like Simon Cowell. They've had Kelly Rowland. They have... Right. There's this Irish guy, Louis Walsh. And it's all the year. It's like, right, where are we going? Judge's House. It's like, okay, Simon Cowell, we're going to Miami. And then someone else, we're off to Barbados. And then Louis Walsh is always, we're going to Dublin. <laughs> They're like, cool. <laughs> Great. Not that there's anything wrong with Dublin, but everyone else is going to Miami and Barbados. <laughs> this is it. One kid, yeah, you're going to be a princess. Maybe even queen one day. The other one... You're going to a desert. Damn. No, for 18 <laughs> years. In a sandy yeah, cave. 18 years you're living in sand and your life's going to be hard. You have to hard work for nothing because then one day it doesn't, all doesn't matter and everyone dies. And anyway. your dad fucking hated sand. So if that DNA comes down to you, yeah. you're having a really shit childhood, mate. <laughs> but Princess Leia is growing up in a ki- castle, <laughs> yeah. eating grapes, eating pears. And nice hairdos. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? Lovely gold bikinis. <laughs> and it's like- not fair. Oh, man. And then one day they grow up and kiss. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so Obi-Wan says that while Luke is on Tatooine, uh, he will watch over throughout the years. And um, there's a, a funeral for Padme. And we see Jar Jar. He's there. He's crying. Uh, I think it's the last time you see Jar Jar because you don't see him in any of the others. So that's it. Uh, everyone is sad for the funeral of Padme. It's very, it's a very sad and dark day. Uh, Sidious and Darth Vader are seen in a ship in space, and they are building the Death Star. Ooh. The Death Star is being made. Oh my goodness! It cuts to Leia's parents with the the new baby, and they're going to live happily ever after with their princess. And it cuts to Obi Wan on Tatooine. And he hands over the baby, Luke Skywalker, to the parents. Lars, is it? I think. And they give it to the parents there. And he walks off. And they are look, shown looking into the sand as like Star Wars kind of starts in like, A yeah, New Hope. The, the two suns. Yeah, the, the two desert. moons and stuff, right? And... Finn. Done. Endo. Um, the prequels. Yeah, done. Prequels done. Prequels, baby. There's... There's a little scene with uh, Yoda where he tells Obi-Wan that he's got a train on Tatooine because he's been in contact with... Qui-Gon. Previous master, Qui-Gon. Apparently, that was actually shot. The, there's an audio of Qui-Gon that they got Liam Neeson to do. Okay. Um, which is kind of explaining that thing. So I guess until this point, Jedis had never communicated... From the dead. From the dead. Ooh. And so that's what... Uh, Obi's going to learn between now and A New Hope how uh, when he dies he can help Luke and uh, talk in his ear. So that explains that. Um, yeah, I'm surprised they cut the yeah. Liam Neeson bit out. Yeah, why would you? Um, what were your thoughts? Yeah, this one's definitely the best movie in the prequels, I would say. Um, if if I had to pick one out of episode one, two, and three, I would definitely pick this one. You could literally not watch the last two and you could in, in yeah. just enjoy this one. I, I really enjoy this one. I I know people watch the shotgun way, right? And you watch things out of order. Yeah. And stuff and... I'm interested rewatching Return of the Jedi right. soon. Oh, it's not good. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure I prefer this one to that. Yeah, I think so too. Um, As a kid, I always loved Return of the Jedi and then I grew up. Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Empire Wars Empire Strikes movie. Back is the best. Yes. Um, I might even prefer this to A New Hope. And I only wouldn't say that because that's the original. That's the one that starts it all off. Yeah. But I think this is maybe I 
find more enjoyment in this I one? I would say I, I like this one as one of the best ones, too. It's just a lot of fun. I mean, there's a lot of silly stuff in it as well that I just shat on. But I, I quite enjoyed watching this one. It felt like a proper Star Wars movie. And people and the critics seem to kind of agree. Rotten Tomatoes gave it an approval rating of 80%, which is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, most critics have considered the film to be the best of the prequel trilogy. Definitely. With some even saying it's the best of the entire Star Wars saga. Whoa. Which I wouldn't go that far. Whoa. Um, and m- most people said it's the best of all the ones that Lucas has directed out sure. of A New Hope and the prequels. Yeah, I really like uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi in this. It shows how like he's really badass. I feel like um, it just he, the character of himself kind of came into his own. And he yeah. really came off really cool. He... Uh, requested from, uh, who would it be, 20th Century Fox, Mm -hmm. I guess, to have all the footage of um, Alec Guinness's scenes put together on a loop. Yeah, so So he'd watch it. it, So he was trying to get the inflections and stuff. Because he figured with this film, when he's younger, Obi-Wan, you you change a lot from when you're young to old. But this is like going to more the Obi-Wan we're going to see in episode yeah. four. And he's a great Obi-Wan too. Um, yeah, so he, he worked on that a lot for this film. Um, it broke several box office records. I'm sure. Uh, during its opening week, it earned over $848 million worldwide, which made it the second highest grossing film at the time. Um, and that's unadjusted for inflation. Damn. Um, it was the highest grossing film of 2005 in the US and the second highest grossing film worldwide. What do you think the highest was that year, two thousand and five? I don't know. It's it's another franchise. Batman, Harry Potter, ah, and the Goblet of Fire. Nice. Um, the film also holds the record for the highest opening day gross on a Thursday, <laughs> making fifty million. <laughs> Damn. Um, it was later surpassed by Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man's Chest the following year, it's and some pirate movies. <laughs> yeah, I've never been into them, really. Uh, it did have the midnight screening gross for quite a while. And uh, this was a big one because this one had ever, this one had Darth Vader. For years, you were told, hey, we're going to make these new ones and it's going to explain Darth Vader. And Pe- then finally you got to see We've said it before. People yeah. are always going to see Star Wars films. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think it matters what is put out previously. No. I think you're still going to have that. And with this being, at the time, people thinking the last ever Star Wars film. Sure, exactly. People were definitely going to go and see it. Um, Before it got swallowed up by this whole universe, Disney, yeah. yeah so, uh. um, so yeah, the midnight gross uh, screening was broken on July eighteenth, two thousand and eight. Uh, you did say it a moment ago, Batman. Yeah, the Dark Knight. Yeah. So it, it held on to it for a good three years. Um, Star Wars will continue to break, records, but yeah, it's still sure. got the Thursday record. Damn, that's um, wild. So start releasing films on a Thursday, guys. Apparently. Let's let's knock this off. Everything happens on a Thursday. Uh, do we want to do some feedback? Yeah, let's. I think we've got a bunch. We got forum.postwrestling.com is where we put up forum every Wednesday for NXT, but this is a special movie review. So we did uh, forum.postwrestling.com. We put up a feedback for Star Wars Episode 3. Let's see what you guys think about this. First, we go to Scrump from the PWT cast. Go listen to the Pro Wrestling Tees podcast hosted by Scrump. Um, John and Way were just on it, and I will be on it very soon. Uh, bang, bang, what is up, you guys? I've missed feedback on the last two Star Wars reviews, so very quickly, Episode 1 gave us Duel of the Fates, which makes me sad it's not used more in the newer trilogy. Episode 2 is so much better than The Last Jedi, 
That is the hill I will die on and nothing will change my mind. I'm going to change your mind. <laughs> I agree that The Last Jedi is, is worse. I remember episode three, episode 3 vividly because my best friend Ivan and I ditched the day of school in 6th grade to go see it. It's clearly the strongest of the prequels and I enjoy it more than the, any of the original trilogy. Sorry in advance for being born in 93 and enjoying the prequels more. Every time I rewatch this movie, the scene where Anakin executes Order 66 and murders an entire room full of children always reminds me of when I rewatched the end of the Blair Witt Project. You know what's coming, but you're still left shocked when it happens. I only wish it would have been done similar to Darth Vader's scene at the end of Rogue One. I love you guys, and I'll never stop talking about how proud and happy I am that you two sold out your first live show. If you get around to reviewing Rogue One and need someone to come on and cry about what happens on the Scarif, you're, I'm your man. Hooray. Love Scrump. <laughs> yeah, I would say Last Jedi is my least favorite. But I also... And thank you, Scrump. Um, I, I think uh, Anakin murdering children is the best part. <laughs> so I think Scrump's saying he actually wanted to see Anakin murder these children. He wants children. to see this. He needs the, the behind-the-scenes. We go to Ari from Montreal. I remember having goosebumps as a teen for two movie moments, when Optimus Prime first appeared in the first Transformers mm. and the first breath of Darth Vader. However, that pussy scream of no <laughs> ruined the moment. I understand it was the last part of his goodness going away, but come on. Still, I remember the hype of this movie and I truly, really liked it. Had some intense moments and I can't ever rewatch that movie without skipping The Order 66. Just too intense. Oh, come on. <laughs> One thing that pissed me off was how Samuel Jackson just died. Pretty random. Whoa, whoa, wait. We never saw a body. Mace Windu <laughs> could still be alive, guys. Yeah, I mean, if Darth Maul's still alive... Mace Windu's going to come back in the, the Last of the Skywalker movie, whatever. And how the fuck did Padme give birth to twins and name them in two sex? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> she had them up her sleeve for a long time. I don't know, that scene always makes me go, what the fuck? The Emperor was really a highlight of the movie. For me, I can rewatch him talking about Darth Plagueis to Anakin over and over again. I still have to outrank this as the best prequel movie. Also, I wasn't able to post about the other two, but about the politics talk and scenes, I have a political science degree and still found it fucking boring and at times confusing. He's got a question. Why do TIE fighters sound different than any other ship? Because they're from Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> what? Someone recently was telling us about Io Shirai fighters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I can get behind those. Uh, Brand Van from Ajax, Ontario. Hey, that's where I'm born. No. For reals, though, episode three is by far the best of the prequels. Why does it have some bad moments? While it does, I'm, I mean, the Anakin and Padme scene at their apartment comes to mind. That's terrible. The movie uh, mitigates most of the bad of the prequels in exchange for a fairly breezy experience. The positives, the music, the prequels have great soundtracks that stacked up to greatness of the OG. He says Padme's reminiscence, Order 66, and the Jedi Purge and others make for some of the most epic and sad moments of the series. And then he links the, the soundtrack, if anyone's interested. He says the action, even though Anakin and Obi-Wan's battle has that dumb moment where they twirl their blades. I like seconds. that bit. It's cool. <laughs> it makes no sense, but it looks yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm telling you, the helicopter. Uh, all the action scenes are great from the Battle of Coruscant. And I am the Senate scene to Vader versus Obi-Wan. Yoda duels are great. Just great shit all around. Memes out of all the prequels. This is meme the most. I am the Senate. Hello there. No. Yes, uh, I, I, I will say I haven't really brought it up. Like, this is me speaking. I haven't really mentioned, but I am a very big fan of prequel memes. I don't really want to get into it, but Reddit r slash 
prequel memes. Enjoy, everyone. Uh, he says, Ian McGregor, Ewan McGregor is great. The best part of this movie. The negatives, nothing much, but a lot of this movie still suffers from the jank. Padme dying from a broken heart. You're breaking my heart is pretty shit. All in all, this was the best fans could have gotten for, at the time, Star Wars. Um, what do you guys hope for in Rise of the Skywalker and future of the movies in general? That's a lot of feedback. Thank you. Um, yeah, the Skywalker is going to have to pull out the big guns because they know they fucked up with that last one. That one was just sucked. This one, they're going to be just insane. I have a feeling. Especially with the double blades. The double blades, of course, they're pulling out. I, there, they're pulling out the big you guns. Know, I'm really looking forward to talk with The Last Jedi because I, I really don't get the hate. I really don't get Ooh. it. We have Alex Patel. Crazy opinion. It's by far the best of the prequels only because the other two are downright horrible. The love story alone in episode two makes it unwatchable. It's still a bad movie. The abrupt turn of Annie from a Jedi to slaughtering kids seems to be like flipping a switch. It's not well done at all considering the build-up. Yoda losing a fight because he fell. Obi declaring a fight over because he has the high ground. <laughs> Grievous being essentially, essentially a coughing chicken shit heel instead of being fearsome. Palpatine dispatching two or three Jedi Knights doing nothing special but just swing a lightsaber with a move a four-year-old could defend. Padme dying because she lost the will to live with nothing medically wrong with her. I guess the twins aren't enough reason to live. Leia remembering that two-second encounter as her mother being beautiful but sad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the whole thing has so much stupidity like that. It's better than the other two, but it's still a bad movie. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. Like, I, I can see the bad in this. Like, watching it, like, there's parts I'm laughing at, and I'm like, I'm just enjoying it as but I did. we as also enjoy wrestling, where we're like, yeah. okay, he's bad now. <laughs> he'll turn Anakin, this whole yeah. movie. I told you, once you saw him with the long, greasy hair and the black everything, he's healed. I think the next bit is the greatest piece of feedback we've ever had, maybe. Okay, Michael from Newfoundland. Star Wars Episode Three was more disappointing than my son. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. I'll read the next one, too, because it's long. Yeah. Uh, Brang 77. My issue with episode three is that it feels like you needed to watch the Clone Wars series to really have it all make sense. Anakin's term seems so fast and forced. Dooku goes from being a chief bad guy in episode two to be quickly written off. Grievous seems to be there just for a lightsaber fight without much background. I think... This hones in on one of my major issues with the prequels, lack of compelling villain characters. The original trilogy had Vader, and he was a main antagonist through all three, with the backing of the Empire. While the Empire is present in the three prequel movies, his apprentice role is a revolving door. Reading some of the other comments about the high ground thing, I realized how dumb it is. I guess it's good that in episode one, Obi-Wan didn't give up with Maul, had the high ground as well, he was hanging in a freaking pit. Instead, he force jumps over him and cuts him in half. Or maybe he realized that Maul had just swung at him and he could have killed him. Who knows? Lastly, as it seems to me that the story Lucas was trying to tell in the prequels was better suited to the television than it would have movies. So he's saying that it would have made more of a TV series. Um, <clears throat> there's just a lot. Let's move on to the next one. Thank you, everyone. We have Marvin from Berlin. He remembers enjoying this the first time he saw it as a teen. It was a great movie-going experience, and he had not watched the sequels beforehand and only knowing by word of mouth that Anakin becomes Darth Vader. Order 66 was shocking to him. He enjoyed the back half of the movie more than the first, even though not being fleshed out as character. Grievous, alongside Maul, is still one of my favourite villains in the movies. The Emperor Yoda duel is also my second favourite duel, just behind Duel of the Fates from Episode 1. However, today it is a whole different experience after watching the Clone Wars series and reading a few of the spin-off books. He's now attached to the side characters that he can't... Yeah, it's like 
what I said about my friend Jack. Yeah. He can't watch Order 66 because he knows all these characters and it's heartbreaking. Oh. So he's got to skip that bit. That being said, I'm happy Kit survived the longest out of the three. Point to which of you who knows who I am mentioning and bonus points if you can name any of the other Jedi Masters. I'm going to say Kit is tentacle hair guy. I remember because I used to play the video games, so you would have the names. They got weird names. Tweet me if I'm right. Yeah. Um, would, would you mind the prequels and sequels being re- revamped as the series? Or are you like me, more of a can of them fleshing out the universe with other standalone series like The Mandalorian? Yeah, I'd rather see expanding I see, more i don't want I to see, want see remake yeah i need to see new stories and that's what they're going to do like they're, they're getting away from skywalker and stuff right um the the feed has a discussion they go into a huge argument so they can they, they go on to skip this they're just arguing with each other about the clone wars so i'm going to go over to pick japan greetings yeah. i forgot how much i didn't like cool, this, movie. this is long sure the pacing is a bit better than the prior two installments and we get to see the rise of darth vader but those final duel scenes are engrossing enough and for those of us who saw the originals a long time ago the final few mi- minutes have a great sentimental value but overall rots just greats on for me uh he says if i could order execute and Order 66 on the whole prequels, I would. Mm. He continues on here and says a lot, but he continues on saying that the movie is crucial in tying together the original trilogy with the backstory it started in the first two, so it's a must-watch for completists. Pig Japan's left uh, an essay here, yes. so go and check it out. Uh, we go to Brother Nate. <laughs> What's up, brothers? To quote noted thespian scholar and lyricist Natalie Portman, say something about the motherfucking prequels, bitch. <laughs> say something fucking nice about Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Natalie Portman rap from yeah. SNL, yeah. <laughs> this film is truly the Starcade 97 of the Star Wars franchise. While financially successful and incredibly important from a storyline perspective, it ultimately ended up being a confirmation to many that the franchise had lost its way and dark days were ahead. This film had some cool fights and even a few really powerful dramatic scenes, but it all feels undercut by the time the credits roll. The script is probably the best of the prequels, but even with that Lucas dialogue feels clunky at times. For years, I couldn't pinpoint why a lot of the prequels don't work for me, and I think the crew over at School of Movies sum it up best. The Jedi are dicks. They're not overmatched, scrappy samurai of the original trilogy. Here they're stubborn, pompous, and emotionally stunted. And they're the baby faces. <laughs> Finally, that big no scene deserves all of the smoke. Much like the Sting Hogan <laughs> match, it took a foolproof story and leaves the viewers underwhelmed at the end. It's a short scene, but it's arguably one of the most important in the entire franchise. This is the moment that connects everything, the moment where an iconic villain is created and they pulled a shockmaster and tripped over themselves. <laughs> in a stormtrooper. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well, at least Jimmy Smith's got some bail money out of this thing. Six muddled midichlorians out of ten for Revenge of the Sith. And 3.5, Misa want me money back. I can't do it. Out of ten for the prequels as a whole. May the force be with you, boys. <laughs> thank, thank you, Brother Nate. Thank you, Brother Nate. Uh, let's go to some more. I'm going to start trimming some down. Yeah. Man, we got a lot. Um, Imran from Huddersfield. This is a really bad movie. A bad movie. People will try to tell you it's the best of the prequels, as that's a compliment. But it's complete garbage. Where do I start? How about the crap dialogue? It's only because I'm so in love. No, it's because I'm so in love with you. Like, how did they... And how did these two morons who are worried about their secret relationship... 
they happily have PDA on the corner of a giant public building <laughs> because their love is so secret. Then you have side carries like the stupid General General Grievous, who presumably reports into Admiral Stabby Stab. Uh, I could go on, but this film is just filled with absolute nonsense. The worst for me is, however, the end fight scene between Anakin and Obi-Wan, which was meant to ha- be a grand showdown for the ages, but instead is just flat. Oh, I disagree. He says, finally, one of the worst things in the prequels did was making being a Jedi seem about having less fun than you would thought than from being a kid. Yeah. I will say that prequels made you be like, Oh, it's like you're a cop. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's more like you're a monk. Yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. It? Like a, a monk with a, everything, a monk with a laser sword. Uh, and he says, uh, no out of 10, <laughs> uh, red Raider continues a discussion that's going on the forum. So I'm going to go down to Jesse from the six. Hey, six, six, six. I once read that there's a great story in the prequels and in Revenge of the Sith especially, but George Lucas didn't bother telling it. Lucas focused on Anakin's turn to the dark side, which could be a great story if the dialogue wasn't terrible, the acting subpar, and the storytelling so divergent. But perhaps the better story is that of how the Jedi Council got complacent and failed. There's a compelling and relatable story in there about how institutions get too comfortable and so convinced of their own self-worth that they become offended when anybody else dares to question them. This builds up resentment among the populace and the tide can turn quickly. It's something we're seeing in our current time in our present galaxy with the rise of populists all over the world spewing vitriol at institutions that were once trusted. So this is how liberty dies with thunderous applause is a line that has proved sadly prescient. Take care. Jesse from order six, 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 six. Let's go to our last feedback. Cause wow, that's a lot of feedback. So thank you for everyone, but let's go to Dino. He says, I found this to be the worst of the prequels. I was so disappointed with the first two that I didn't even go see this one when it was released, but I watched it years later on TBS. I made the right decision. <laughs> That's all the feedback. Thank you guys for all Excellent. the feedback. Y'all wrote novels. Y'all yeah. clearly love these Star Wars movies. So we will continue on. We've done the prequels. We have. We did it. We did it. The, the worst is yet to come, though. No. <laughs> no it's, it's all uphill from here. Yeah, sure. Uh, sure it is. So so what would be the next Star Wars movie? Next one's Solo. Oh, I didn't even finish Solo. Ah, oh, I watched oh, it on Netflix. So this is fresh for you. I watched half of it and fell asleep. Okay, I'll just say that. But yeah, all uh, right. You got some cool things coming. Okay, we'll do solo eventually. I so, would say. so uh, yeah, that's the prequels. We yeah. did it, Misa. We did it. We did it. Hello there. Um, so thank you for everyone who's listening to these uh, Star Wars reviews. You can find all of them in former uh, past movie reviews we've done all on postwrestling.com under the up next tab we do them there or on the podcast app that you're listening to us right now go through and scroll through again we do nxt every thursday on postwrestling.com again go follow our new uh twitter account at up next podcast um and uh, look for more movie reviews including more star wars coming up because we're going to do all of them up into the the release of the newest yeah, one. Yeah, we're going to try and get them all done. Yeah, so look out for those. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Bray D, And I am at Davey Portman. So we will talk to you guys soon. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Goodbye and be safe. Ahoy! And may the force be with you.
right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt, especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.